Hello, everyone. Welcome to At WCSU, the podcast that gives you all the dirt on Western Connecticut State University. And speaking of dirt, we'll be talking today about cafeteria food. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just kidding. That's, <laughs> that's just my attempt to get a cheap laugh. The food in Wisconsin's cafeteria is provided by a company called Sodexo, and it is actually very good. People hire Sodexo to cater their weddings. That's how good the food is. And while the bacon-wrapped scallops aren't on the cafeteria menu, you will find plenty of delicious options every day. I eat there all the time. Pete does, too. And you like the food, don't you, Pete? Yeah, I always talk to, to kids about if they had any idea what the cafeteria was like when I was a student here in the late 90s and early aughts and uh, how different and how much better it is now. They'd be shocked. So Yes. <laughs> And Pete is the engineer for at WCSU, and he is very responsible, so you can count on his opinion. <laughs> uh, we're about to go into our main uh, interview today, but we want to let you know that everything we talk about on these uh, COVID podcasts is fluid. Things may change by the time uh, the semester starts. So uh, just keep that in mind. We're talking about how things are going to work here during the fall semester, and who knows what's going to change. But in the meantime, let's start our interview. Today we're going to talk with Paul Simon, who works with Sodexo on behalf of the university, and he has been very busy figuring out how food service is going to work in the age of COVID-19. So, Paul, will we be crowding around tables in the cafeteria starting in August? Uh, absolutely not. Uh, the plans that have been developed in, are in accordance with the uh, state mandates and the local Danbury Public Health uh, jurisdiction. Tables will be uh, separated. About half the seating is going to be re removed from both the Student Center restaurant and the Westside Marketplace with additional outside seating being set up and additional seating set up in the Campus Center Ballroom and in the Student Center uh, Conference Room 201. Yeah. So students will have plenty of opportunity to sit and socialize uh, with their friends and colleagues, but they will be doing it a little spread out. Yeah. And how about lining up for the cash register and getting their um, menu, looking at the menu and all that kind of stuff? Well, COVID has sped up the time frame of something that I've wanted for a couple of years, and that was the use of an app to do ordering. Mm. Uh, and we will have an, an app for ordering in the, in the fall. Uh, we have narrowed it down to two companies. We're waiting for a demo of the second company, but they operate identically. You will go on the app, you'll select your food, you'll select the time that you want to pick it up, and then you'll be able to pick it up. Uh, you'll order everything through the app except basically desserts uh, and snack foods. Those you'll be able to go into the area and take those as well as your beverages. Hmm. And you can pay for it on the app also? That is correct. We want a seamless one system for the students to use. That'll be great. Yeah, I know. I've been wanting this 
since we brought the kiosks in about five years ago and we were never able to do it. So in a very crazy way, if COVID helped us at all, it helped us uh, get this going a little faster. Yeah. And will the menus be the same that we're uh, used to? Uh, pretty much so. Uh, you know, a lot of that's going to depend on really how many students we have dining on campus. Uh, and that, you know, is definitely tied into how many classes are being held on campus, how many hybrids we have, knowing that uh, quite a large percentage of classes are, are online, either synchronous or asynchronous. So the level of students will be, will dictate some of the menu. Our goal, and I've got to say, our strategic partner with Sodexo has been excellent to work with. Their goal and the university's goal is to provide students with the best opportunities for a dining experience on campus by not limiting the menus in any way. We will be closing for an hour in the morning and an hour in the afternoon to do additional deep cleaning and sanitizing between meal periods. During those times, uh, students will still be able to use meal plans uh, either at the micro market in the student center or at the daily grind in Westside. The only uh, food area that will be closing is Einstein's. Uh, mm. The library is concerned about having people, you know, having food in the library and not being able to wear masks. So we've agreed that for the time being, uh, Einstein will not open. Yeah. That was the uh, Einstein's Bagels uh, quick food place in the uh, Haas library that was very convenient and popular, but um, uh, certainly added a lot more people and stress to the uh, uh, environment there that you don't want to have during COVID-19, I imagine. Absolutely. I mean, again, the primary focus of everything we're doing, both in food service and in all of our auxiliary services, is the safety of our students and our faculty, staff, and visitors. I mean, that is of paramount importance. Is Sodexo offering any new kind of foods like a COVID burger or anything to celebrate our... Uh... Uh, you know, <laughs> that's, that's a good one. We haven't uh, discussed that, but I will certainly bring it up to Don Grayson, who's our general manager, for uh, Western Connecticut. Um, I'm not sure I'd want to order a COVID burger though. Mm. I, I would have some concerns. So, you know, it's like in the flu season, getting a sneeze burger. I'm not sure I want that. <laughs> so maybe Paula was a good idea, but maybe not for right now. Yeah. How does Sodexo stay in business during this whole thing? We closed down in March. There are no customers for them all through now and all across the country? Um, just as with every business, I mean, from the mom pop restaurants or stores to, you know, the airlines, everybody is facing labor issues. Um, they are continually to work, working with their uh, union, labor, labor, yeah, labor union, easy for me to say. Uh, but reality is uh, most of their staff has been laid off mm. uh, or is on furlough. Uh, 
the, most of the management team as well was put on furlough uh, since uh, March and more of them went on furlough during the summer. Originally, some of the management team was still working when we uh, had the O'Neill Center set up for, uh, for the hospital. Oh, yeah. uh, once, once that ended, you know, more managers were put on furlough. The, the staff uh, would have been on furlough anyway starting in mid-May. So they're used to being off during the summer. And, you know, as we develop the plans, we realize that it has major impacts on, on, the, um, on the employees. But the university's agreement with um, our dining partners has minimum board days, minimum students on meal plan, et cetera. And if we don't meet those uh, criteria, which we definitely know we will not this fall semester because of the in-person classes ending at Thanksgiving, we're losing, uh, I calculated it yesterday, we're losing about 15 board days, days that we feed students on campus. And with the number of students who will be on campus declining, we're hitting way below the minimum number of meal plans that we would have. So we are in negotiations on different financial models, but it, it yeah. is hard on everybody. And you know, we recognize that as we talk about things, there are human lives always That's that right. impacting. Mm. So our friends that we get to know who uh, sell us our food there uh, at the cafeteria may see some new faces um, and uh, or fewer of them I guess yeah I'm not sure we'll see new faces unless they move around because mm. they do have uh, seniority rights so I, oh, good. I don't anticipate anybody being hired because so many people we let off let go but people with seniority will have first priority for whatever positions there are Oh, good. So if you're a student here who's been eating in the cafeteria for a long time, for several years, you'll uh, you get to know some of the people who serve you and sell you the food, and they're all very nice and accommodating and helpful. So uh, we'll be looking forward to seeing them again. We certainly hope so. Um, and, you know, you know, to do a commercial for everyone who says, wear your mask, stay safe. Uh, you know, the faster we can combat COVID-19, the faster we can get back to some sense of normalcy and the faster we can get our friends who we've really gotten to know over the years in our dining program back to us. Yeah. And there's big changes ahead for you, right, Paul? You're going to be retiring, I understand, at the end of August. What? <laughs> uh, I... Well, thank you. Let me confirm that with human resources. Uh, yes, I am. Um, I've been here 22 years. Um, over all those years, my position has changed greatly from managing just the Midtown Student Center to then helping design, build, and open the West Side Building to taking over all of our auxiliary services um, throughout all that teaching for the communication department and the management information systems department. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited, ready for, uh, for retirement. However, I still will be affiliated with the university in um, teaching my two classes for MIS. And uh, who knows, uh, the bookstores offered me a cashier job. 
<laughs> well, then I'll go in and buy my pack of gum there at the bookstore so uh, I can see you. Can. We'll only allow three people in the store at a time, and there will be social distancing markers on the floor. <laughs> I'll say hello to you from far away then. Thank you. Well, thanks for all your service to the university over those 22 years. Thanks for joining us today also uh, to talk about uh, the changes in food service and how we're going to be um, accommodating all our students uh, when they come back uh, at the end of August. At least uh, that's what our plan is at this point. We're here. Um, however the plan changes for the university, we will adapt accordingly. Yeah. Thank you very much, Paul. My pleasure. So as we were talking about, uh, things are going to change a little bit. Everybody looks forward to the beginning of the fall semester and our excellent entering the gate ceremony where all the new first year students uh, officially walk through the gates on White Street and the parents and families are there cheering them on and all the faculty and staff. And it's actually very moving. It's surprising uh, and kind of fun. And then there's a barbecue afterwards and it's a great way to start your career at WestCon. But we're not doing it this year. It'll be kind of a uh, virtual entering the gates. We aren't quite sure how it's going to work, but. There will be speeches, as usual, yay, and uh, we're going to be welcoming first-year students and everybody else and giving you a little taste of how it's going to uh, start at the beginning of the semester. We're also going to schedule some virtual town meetings that are uh, going to be uh, at the beginning in the first couple of weeks. Uh, there might be some opportunities for to be there in person too. Maybe we'll have them in some of our auditoriums or our um, large spaces with social distancing, but they'll definitely be online as well. So you can ask questions about how things are going and what has changed and anything about your concerns. Our president, Dr. John Clark will be leading them and he'll be able to answer all your questions. Of course, there'll be a lot of communications uh, beforehand. If you have any questions, we have some FAQs up on the website, linked right from the homepage. Those are always up, being updated and we'll be sending out letters and stuff to uh, families and students and alumni uh, as we get closer to just so everybody's uh, informed. One of our big announcements that we'll be telling everybody is that football is officially canceled this fall, which is a bummer. Uh, that was a league decision, not our own, but the league that WestCon plays in with teams in three other states decided that it was uh, too dangerous to go ahead and canceled the season. Our other teams play in another league called the Little East Conference, and uh, they're going to be meeting at the end of July to decide what to do. But I wouldn't be, uh, you know, buying your uh, beanies just yet or your pom-poms because it doesn't look good. We'll see. You know, for if you're an athlete, it's uh, 
<laughs> not a good scene, of course, but uh, there will be, as I understand it, they're still going to do training and workouts and uh, have team um, teams get together and practice uh, during the season. And so that'll be, you'll still be part of a team. You'll still have uh, good interaction with your teammates and have your coaches screaming at you. So <laughs> that'll be a good thing. That's going to be, it's going to be weird. It's going to be quiet. Yes. Of course that happened in the spring semester, no baseball or whatever else and everything else that was uh, uh, played in the spring. It's just going to be, it's a different environment. It's like uh, being in world war two or like a hundred years ago when the last pandemic happened, everything shut down just to say, stay safe. Yeah. So in that way, it's good. You want to stay safe. You don't want to die of this thing. And, uh, or risk infecting other people too. Of course you're in your families and all that. So get ready for an unusual semester, no matter what happens. Yep. Pete and I are still working from and recording from home. As you can probably tell his, he has all the <laughs> fancy equipment in his bedroom. So he sounds great. I sound a little tinny, but uh, the content's still good, right, Pete? Yeah, and we'll get you some fancy equipment if we're going to be uh, doing this for the long term. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> you know, and we'll still be, uh, you're still going to college. That's a good thing. You'll be learning. You have excellent professors. You'll be interacting with fellow students, whether it's in person or online. And uh, there will be activities on campus. They may be virtual, but you'll be getting to know your uh, new making new friends and all that kind of stuff. And as we just heard from Paul Simon, you'll still be able to eat on campus, at least as of this moment, you'll still be able to eat on campus and eat all that good stuff. Yeah. And keep, uh, you know, keep wearing your mask, keep following the rules, stay safe and, uh, God willing and the Creek don't rise. We'll be back in the spring normal or maybe the fall. Yeah, exactly. They're working on a, uh, what do they call it? Uh, some medicine to make sure that you don't get it. What do they call <laughs> a vaccine. <that>? Vaccine, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of 100 years ago. <laughs> some new medicine. Thanks for medicine. helping me out with that. <laughs> yeah. We'll even have Einstein's bagels back by then, maybe. Aye, aye, aye. That's going to be a problem. I know it's a problem. That was my go-to place. We used to have, there was a coffee cart right in the side of Warner hall. That was about a 20 foot walk for us. And then that closed and they moved it to the library and now that's closed and it's back, it's back to the student center. I gotta, I gotta walk two minutes to go get my coffee. This is crazy. It is crazy. And, <laughs> but maybe you can order it on your app and it'll be ready for you when you get there. That's true. I'll just get a machine for our office. I was thinking of that too, actually. <laughs> Technically, is I'm not sure they allow it, but if we don't talk about it, maybe they'll uh, nobody'll notice. Yeah, if we don't put it on the podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I don't think our bosses listen. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I know mine does. <laughs> oh, okay. He's not going to wrap me out, is he? Oh, sure. <laughs> he probably will you're right yeah uh is that it for news and updates and 
I think so. I think so, too. But we'll be back next week with more information about what's happening at WCSU, hence the name of our podcast, at WCSU. Thanks for joining us. This is Paul Steinmetz for Pete Puccio at WCSU. At WCSU is a production of WCSU Media, engineered by Peter Puccio and produced by Scott Folby. Listen and subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at WCSU Media and on the university's Facebook and Twitter pages. And feel free to reach out to us by email at podcasts at wcsu.edu. Thanks for listening.